0: Cliffcentral.com. All right, let's turn our attention to the great Dr. Hanan, who is luckily available to us this morning. The man is very busy. Hey, Doc, how are you?
1: Hey, guys, I'm doing really well. How are you doing?
0: Fantastic. Uh, how many people uh, did you talk out of doing stupid stuff last week? Uh, have, have, you, have you got a tally on that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I've got a board of uh, lives that I've saved.
0: <laughs> yeah, I reckon you should have. I think about it. This mental health thing is such a big issue these days. Don't you feel like people are stepping on your territory? When you, when you studied this stuff and you started your practice, it wasn't such a big deal. Now everyone thinks they're a mental health coach and some of them are not qualified. And You know, there's pop psychology happening left, right, and center. You've got idiots like me saying, oh, well, uh, I think this and using terms from psychology that I don't entirely understand. Does it irritate you ever?
1: Well, it doesn't irritate me, it just makes me feel kind of concerned because there's so much information out there and I always tell people, don't rely on your mechanic to tell you what's wrong with your heart and don't rely on your cardiologist to tell you what's wrong with your car. And many people are leaning on yep. other people that have no experience and no knowledge about what emotions are, how to deal with life, what triggers you, how to manage it, what are behaviors, what is the physiological state, how does it affect the rest of your life patterns, etc., 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 and they're giving you advice, and you're taking them as uh, as gospel. So that's why my practice is so full because people are taking their car to to a cardiologist and they, they come back to to get it fixed. So yeah. unfortunately, just be wary of the advice that you get.
0: No, I thought it was just um, an an observation because I do I hear from so many people now who they they seem to think that they've got some expertise because they've watched a Dr. Phil episode or. You know, they they read a, a fiction book, and in the fiction book, there's a psychologist, and they suddenly start thinking they know something.
1: It's Absolutely, crazy. you know, like you you think you think just because you've had you felt sad before or you've had anxiety before, now you're an expert uh, in dispelling information. Yeah. Um, or giving out information when it's not true. It's like saying I've had my car broken down before. Now I know how to fix yours. It just doesn't. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, I I want us to talk uh, about that that situation. We just spoke to Ryan about it some other time because it's worth getting into the bones of how technology is changing the way that we interact with each other and the world, and what that could mean for our psychology. I mean, we are still apes. We're still primates, right? And we. We only climb down from the trees in in a space of time that, you know, in 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 geological time is nothing. We we, we develop so slowly and evolutionarily that it takes generations for uh, new habits and behaviors to develop. And I wonder about things like these vision goggles and what that's going to do for people or or do to them.
2: That that and even something else that I was watching this weekend, um, where a, a famous TikToker has had like this public breakdown, this psychotic um, meltdown over a week's period. And he's now in a, in a mental care facility and he's still making TikToks every day.
0: Oh my God. Fr- from his that, gown. Take that phone away from him. Yeah,
2: and the, a psychologist um, was, you know, talking about it and saying, how does he still have access to his phone? He mm. he shouldn't be in this world at all.
1: You know, um, when it comes to technology, the human brain likes to adapt to consistent things, but because technology is constantly changing. I mean, give a, these days an 11 year old, an iPhone one, yeah, uh, and they don't know what to do with it. <laughs> they actually think it's like a piece of brick.
0: Yeah. So
1: technology changes so fast that the brain doesn't have time to adapt. So the technology today is gonna to be very different to the technology in six months time. Think what uh, ChatGPT has done to us.
0: Oh my God, yeah, absolutely. All right, so doc, we've got this email and I, Uh, uh, this is a depressing thing for a Monday, but people need help with stuff like this. And all of us are at some point going to need this kind of help. So anonymous email. My mom passed away last year. She was sick. Didn't expect it to happen at all. I live in another country and I couldn't go to her funeral due to financial reasons. Mm -hmm. I had to watch my own mom's funeral online. Oh, my God. I struggled daily. I last saw her in 2018. I spoke to her almost daily. It kills me that I couldn't say goodbye. When I'm at work, it hits me the hardest. I cry and I feel very, very sad. When I'm with my wife and my kids, I feel a bit better, but it's still heartbreaking. I had to take an opportunity overseas as there wasn't much for me and my family in South Africa, and I couldn't say no. It caused me to not see my parents for years and my dad is still there. Please give me some advice on how to cope with this. Anonymous.
1: Yeah. So let's define what loss is, and then I'll give you advice on what you've got to do. Loss is when my world turns from A to B and my brain hasn't adjusted to the new reality. So almost think of yourself as like, let's say, think of a circle and a chunk gets removed from your world. And now there's a vacuum and your brain goes, I don't know what to do with this loss. I don't know what to do with this vacuum. And that's what we call grief and grief. And I always tell people you have to marry the reality of what it is as opposed to marry the fantasy of what you wish it was. In other words, we can easily live in the past and live in the what ifs, but living in the what ifs is just gonna get you stuck. So there's a whole school of psychology that says in order to deal with life, you gotta go back and unpack and repack and understand and repattern and 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 understand and repack and understand and repack. I don't subscribe to that school. My belief is this is where you're at. Now you've got to fill in that vacuum with healthy things. You've got to move forward. You've got to live your life to the fullest. So to this particular email, I would say, would your mother want you to lie in bed, cover your head with a duvet, and wish for something different? Well, I can tell you, even if she did, she didn't, you are gonna eventually get out of bed and you're gonna have to deal with the same thing. You have to move on. But there's a big difference between filling in the vacuum with healthy versus unhealthy things. Unhealthy things are quick fixes. So people fill in the gap with drugs and alcohol and carbs and sugars and fats and uh, sex and gambling and sleep. And the problem with filling that gap or that vacuum with those quick fix things is that they're not for the long term. You can't do drugs forever you can't uh well, you know sleep forever. look how you've
0: look how you've upset leanne now those are all the things she does every weekend to try and cope well, what more do, what do i have what are you going to do without gambling <laughs> and, uh, drugs, all
1: the, and, drugs. and all the sex sex and, <laughs> ah, that's, great. that's great i'm going to give you an alternative leanne <laughs> so there's other things that you can do Apart from all that stuff, there's healthy things, and the way we define healthy things are things that you can do for the rest of your life. So, what can you do for the rest of your life? Well, you can pick up a hobby. How about friendships? How about going to the gym? How about getting good routine?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Friends, I know, I know, gross, gross, (laughs) gross. (laughs) Gross. I know. (laughs) How about eating things that are are bad for you? How about how about cakes?
2: Yeah, it's all there, <laughs> sugar, overeating. Mm.
1: Right. So again, the cost of that is that you, you do it, you feel really good, but then an hour later, a day later, you feel really bad. So you want to do things that sustain you. So okay, develop good friendships, engage with family members. Uh, I know this emailer has got children, or perhaps I don't know mm. if she's got children, but engage with your children. Mm. Create a, a wonderful relationship with your partner. Uh, start living a life, your dad is still around. So engage with your dad and uh, maybe support him, uh, get into a good routine. You live your life as if your mom was here and said to you, I want you to live the fullest and the most meaningful and purposeful life that you can, even when I'm not here. Now, what will happen is of course, we don't want to, we want to cover our head with a duvet, but i ask you to do this. Behavior first, emotion second. We don't feel like it and then do it. How many times have we said this on the Mm -hmm. show? We don't feel like it and then we do it. We do it and we do it and we do it and we do it and and then the feelings catch up. So the first time you're gonna fill your life up with your kids and your friends and good uh, routine and good habits, it's gonna feel really bad. But you're gonna do it again and again and again and again and again until you feel really good. I will say one more thing about a loss. And this is for those of you who have been through a a tragic loss, you could really relate. When you go through a loss, it's like the universe now gives you a 20 kilogram sack of potatoes to carry for the rest of your life. And there's no ways of putting it down, but you learn to carry it differently. You learn to carry it in a way that's working for you. You learn to carry it in a much more palatable way. And some days, oh my God, my back hurts. And some days, you know, I I can manage it. But when you go through such a loss, there's no leaving it. There's no dropping it. There's no managing it to the point where... It doesn't exist or I'm happy because of it. That is your scar to bear. You've had good times with this person and the cost of those memories, the cost of those meaningful interactions is carrying the sack of potatoes for the rest of your life. you just got to learn to carry it different.
0: Hmm. Such a good way to put it. Yeah.
2: I mean, so many times we're taught to work through things and get over things and you obviously haven't worked hard enough to to work through this and get get over it and rise above it. But the... A lot of it you just have to carry. And whether it's a, a relationship that's gone bad, you, you carry that sack of potatoes, but you've also learned from it and you're able to help other people because of it. Yeah, for sure.
0: All right, Doc, well, thank you. We'll we'll talk a little bit about how scary the, the future could be for us if technology is the only place that we engage in the world. You know, it's, it's, it scares the hell out of me that there are people who are really doing this. I mean, I sometimes feel... Like, I want to throw my phone against the wall because I'm like, why am I checking every notification? I don't need to be doing this. And yeah, for sure. If you don't do it, and again, behavior comes first, right? So do the thing like put your phone away for an hour. Yes. Then for yes. two hours. Then eventually, no one can get hold of you and you become completely disconnected from work. But start with an hour. Just start with okay. an hour. An
2: hour is long. Jeez. I know.
0: I mean, like, start with, like, start with 10 times, minutes. You know, how many times
1: have you been away, maybe for the weekend, and you didn't have signal and you came back on Monday and yeah. the sun still came up
0: yes. and your friends were still your <laughs> right. friends? Right. And
1: everything, you know, everything remains normal. You know, the world doesn't need you. I think, Gareth, you put it up on Instagram or, or I saw it somewhere where. It's like a picture of the planet Earth with you yeah. and a picture of planet Earth without yeah. you. And it's the right. same picture. Yeah. You know, we're not that important. And, and if you respond to the email the next day,
0: we'll be okay. What are you, the the Pope in Rome that you need to have your phone with you the whole time? <laughs> who's, try, who's trying to get hold of you at three in the morning? What Are, are you going to rescue and save the princess from the dragon? Please. You're an, you're an accountant. <laughs> you're, you're an accountant in an office in Santa. Calm the fuck down. <laughs>
2: <laughs> your tits, Margaret.
0: <laughs> oh, right. Like who's looking for you? What do you think people you're conan the barbarian when the fucking hordes attack across the uh the river, you're gonna be standing there with your sword, please. Get dressed, go you've yeah. you got a job in logistics. Calm down.
1: We all think we're like this special, <laughs> extra special people. The world is waiting for <gasps> us to press the green I'm, or the red button. I'm so busy. You know? And if I'm uh, not there. Yeah. The world ends.
0: Well, it's it's like main character syndrome uh, where you think that you're the main for character. Sure. The staring. Yeah, the staring. Get out of it. You're not important. Yeah. Calm down. You're
1: not even backstage. You're not no. even backstage doing the lighting. You're nothing. Are
0: yeah, you kidding? Sure. Joe Biden isn't even that important, and he's the president of the United States. He doesn't know where he is half the time. He woke up this morning thinking he was an orange. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you know, I'll say, I know we're right out of time, but I'll say what I would think That's why going out into nature is so important because you realize how insignificant you are when you're in front of a massive mountain when you're in front of a massive ocean you realize that the universe actually does not care about the fact that you didn't have lunch or you didn't have quinoa Uh. or you replace your carbs for something else no one cares (laughs) nobody cares
0: that's our lesson for this morning all right everybody that's great thank you doc we'll chat to you in a week Cheers. All right, so you've got to drop all those bad habits. Um, oh my I god, what are you going to do with your life?
2: Am I considered an old horse?
0: No, <laughs> yeah, I think you can learn new tricks. <laughs> we'll try and we'll try and train you out of the bad ones. CliffCentral